Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Emily was celebrating her birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. By the way, how's your leg? It's doing better. Uh, you know, I... Uh can still walk around a bit. Some things hurt more than others, but generally just kind of like a dull pain. Yeah, the latest right now is yeah. two to four weeks. He's <laughs> on the IL still. They're going yeah. to reassess everything. I'm aiming, aiming for game five. Week and a half. <laughs> she's, she's trending in the right Tyler direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. She uh, took a little bit of a spill on her weekend in, in Santa Barbara. Only had two drinks. Only she, had two drinks. She's, yeah. she's Nobody back. knows how many drinks were in one drink. <laughs> right, exactly. But we have been told that there's only been two drinks. Yeah. I picture something the size of Not like, a fishbowl. Uh, a soup bowl. With the straw. You know? <laughs> yeah. just, only one straw. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed it to be the, for everybody. <laughs> it was the fishbowl, but none of her friends wanted to fish, right? One what, what, what of those sorts of deals. Yeah. That's good. Um, so you went and celebrated your birthday yesterday with your friends at the beach? Yeah, yeah. So I went to Santa Monica and I was, uh, you know, I wanted to get, you know, pizza, wine, just enjoy the beach, kind of have a chill night. And what all kind of stuff. pizza? Uh, I got it from Joe's Pizza in Santa Monica. They have a couple different locations, but it's kind of more like a New York classic style. A little burnt on the bottom, a little burnt on the crust, but like generally yep. pretty good. Perfect. Get it by the slice. A uh, little little pricey for what I want to pay for mostly for pizza, but it was quality pizza. So. Did you do by the slice? You guys? Get no, I, I did two pizzas just okay. for my friends and stuff. Two so. pepperonis. I did two... one pepperoni, one cheese, okay. just to kind of cover the base. I had a, a ve- veggie friend, so okay. I didn't want to isolate her. Uh, but anyway, so I take the pepperoni just off. Give her a head of lettuce and keep it moving. <laughs> Come on here, what do we do? But I um. She gets deep dish. She's at the. She's at the <laughs> she just brings a the, uh, lasagna <laughs> with sausage and ground beef. <laughs> but I uh, sitting on the sand, just eating a deep dish. There's pizza everywhere. By the way, real. Yeah. Co- I'm sorry, I'm God. deep dish so overrated. Okay, so overrated. I second that. I, I, this is why I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it's overrated as in I don't think people rate it that high do a lot of people okay. look Chicago's at rated high there you but, go. but that's only because that. it's their They're pizza it's their- but if you go to everybody else I think eight out of ten people are going to prefer a New York but slice I, of pizza over a Chicago slice two people like it means it's overrated zero people should like it it's, <laughs> no it's, it's good it's, it's not just, it's, it's, it's a not lot. better than pizza if you want something that's layered like that and so that yeah. deep get a lasagna get, get a lasagna yeah lasagna's wonderful I'm yeah. team lasagna Anyway, I'm sorry, Em. How was your day at the beach? So I, um, you know, we'll I parked go back to this. at the public <laughs> parking right at, um, in Santa Monica on the beach near Pier 20 or Lifeguard Post 26. So, um, but I, there's the slanted parking spaces, so they're a little tight. All right, so I pull into the slanted parking spot. I open my door, and it's not like I like swung open the door and like was really angry about it i just pulled in i opened the door but i asked also to open the door a little wider now because of like my leg and i have to kind of like wander out so i love tap potentially with the door not with the car i love tap the the car next to me your driver's side door tap their passenger door exactly which happens in la it's 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 a parking spot like whatever compact spot yep there are two people in the car and so I, I wander around the side. I'm getting myself out of my car. In my, the car that you vandalized? <laughs> <laughs> my friends are walking over and they are like, oh, happy birthday, Emily. And then this woman comes out of the car and uh, inspects her car, uh, sees nothing wrong because nothing happened. Was she fast walking and huffing and puffing? No, and she was, She had a mission. Okay. Uh, and she was like, hey, uh, you know, next time you got to be more careful. And I was Did like- Did she say it like that? I want, yes. I want Exactly no, like she that. She said it with a tone. Okay. She had a she had a me- megatone. Yeah. I she had the hands and the fists. I, I want to interject the right there. Mm. This is an this is uh, I was going to say inflection point, but Chris would yell at me. She has a decision to make. Yeah. And, and Emily can either escalate this situation, yeah. or she can de-escalate. Well, she's already wrong. <laughs> she's already wrong in this situation. Well, the whole right. thing is, well, I know that I and the person who hit the other person's car, so I do know that it is my fault for this interaction. Well, this not, interaction is my fault. Not just that. Yes. Let me ask you, if you're opening your car mm-hmm. and you kind of tap the other car, it's noticeable. There are two people sitting in that car. I'm going to acknowledge. It's just me. Did you? 
I, you know, I made eye contact. She I was like, sprinted. I went like this. Well, if you can see me on the YouTube, I like put my hand up and I go like yeah. that. Like I oh, know, no, no, I know but, what that, I just did. but that's acknowledging. Yeah. yeah. If you if you did that, if she just kind of hit the car and was like, let's get this stuff out of here. We got to get out of here. We got our deep. No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't walking fast. I wasn't avoiding the situation. No, I, she I, I got out of the car. I put my hand up. Made eye contact, I guess, with the daughter in the car, uh, but I didn't. I didn't even honestly even see the. So the she kind of chirps you a little bit. So she comes around the car, says, "You, you, you need to be more careful." And then she says that you know, uh, and she goes on more. I say, "I understand. I, I, I understand the situation." And she also said, "Like you know, no, you really need to be more careful. Like I could do something or whatever." And I and I'm like, "Okay." And then she's like, "Just next time." And I was like, next time someone won't be as nice. And I was like, okay, honestly, you're not being that nice right now. And also, I, my reaction was, I am so sorry. I understand. This is my fault. Good for I appreciate you. your patience. No, so you can't but handle then, that any better. As soon as uh, the woman gotten back into her car, what up? I, uh, you know, went off to my friends about it. But it's, you know, I can have that reaction because I do feel like I had to let it go at some point. But it was a oh, also it, right. it was a stressful day. There was traffic. There's all that good stuff. So I understand there's something going on in her I'm life. But very still. Taylor, that you chose not to escalate because I feel like What's that was it? a that was a coin flipper in your in your mind. You could have gone. No, it's not that big. They're, your car's fine. I didn't yes, do anything. Lighten I could have said that, <laughs> and I wanted to say that. I know you did, but I needed to uh, just take the L. Your nature is not to take the L. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Taylor, your thoughts. All that good stuff. Taylor. My thoughts? Yeah. If you're hurt in a car, trucking, or motorcycle accident and results matter to you, call the attorneys at Sweet James. Here are some of the top settlements one for people. Yes. I'll tell you what I'm doing. Yeah. If I'm, that's, a, that's a really good point because I'm sure that lady today is walking around with a neck brace. What happened? Exactly. Well, the lady next to me hit me. I, I, I thought you didn't acknowledge. If you acknowledge, that's the only thing. If you, in the beginning, were like, my bad. Yeah, that was that's on me. Cars are close, is what it is. And I'm my also bad. visibly limping around. You know, it's not like I'm like I. And also, my friends say, "Happy birthday!" The woman is on the way to come around. That and, may have uh, been the saving grace, by the way. Yes, that it was your birthday. That this lady, maybe when she was going full Karen on, you realized, all right, my car is fine. There's nothing there. I'm gonna let this go. If I'm in the car. Let me set an example for my daughter. Who's if in I'm the car. in the car and you acknowledged it, I'm like, you're good. Get out of here. Trav, since you mentioned saving grace, yeah. I think the real saving grace here is the fact that Emily's got a hurt ankle. Otherwise, this woman would have been Spartan kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. why when you were telling me the story this morning, I, I know you. I've gotten yeah. to know you pretty well. Got a little short fuse. And you, you said it best. You do not take L's lightly. That's not your cup of tea. That yeah. you, you will push back Can when I get you the feel it's not music? fair. <laughs> <laughs> and that you didn't, I think, is is hey, a step you know, in the right direction. What? Therapy works, there guys. Things go. like that happen. Deep breaths, all that good stuff. Yeah, I I, I would have been like, I'm really sorry. I I yeah. would definitely be more careful. But thankfully, nothing happened. I'm I'm really sorry. Thank you. If I had this from the beginning of her story, I don't know what it is. I would have hit the car and then started sprinting. Took <laughs> off to the beach. <laughs> like we got to get away. Did we discuss what car? What kind of car it was? Oh yeah, what, uh, I her car. I mean, was a uh, Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like an it's old, a Maserati. <laughs> it was an older like Toyota Camry. It wasn't like it was a very nice uh, car. I mean, that's a fine car, but it's just yeah, not a it, nothing top against tier. the Toyota Camry community. That's Agreed. out there. Hand in yes. the air, Toyota Camry. Honestly, yeah, might have saved my life when I got yeah. sideswiped by that dump truck. It tore the whole side of the car off, but it didn't. It's a fine didn't car, come off. just not a Lamborghini. No. <laughs> Toyota Camrys will log 350,000 miles all day long. And then you can sell it for 25 grand. <laughs> so that's that's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, Dodgers spit the bit last night. Um Dave, even Dave was talking about how difficult it was for him to watch what was going down. This was a tough one. And um with this group of uh, arms that we have in the pen shouldn't happen. Okay. I think that's really, with this group of arms that we have in the pen, this shouldn't happen. It did happen, and it wasn't just because a guy was bad. A series of guys were bad. Almonte, that's actually, that's worse, right? Where you got basically four guys contributing to the L. Any, any, look, this is big leagues. You can have a bad night. Mariano Rivera, not a ton of them, had bad nights. Trevor Hoffman had bad nights. Of course. It, it, it happens. Of course. When you have three guys in a row have a bad night, I think you get what you get from Dave Roberts. I think what's interesting on how the Dodgers do this, and – I've always thought 
that using your best relief pitcher in the moment where the game is most in jeopardy is a smart thing to do, right? That if you have, let's say it's the seventh inning and you got a one-run lead and the other guy's three best hitters are coming up, that's not a bad time to deploy your best guy. Get through those three guys and then figure it out from there. Because if you use your third best guy and those guys clobber him, you're behind it. You don't even get to use your best guy. That makes sense to me. Okay, And I think that that's what the Dodgers do with Evan Phillips, and that's what a lot of teams are doing, that that traditional ninth-inning closer role still exists, but it's less popular than it was. That being said, I do think that there is a need for somebody that's comfortable pitching the ninth inning. And it's different than pitching innings one through eight. Those last three outs, and you were listening to Oral talk about it last night. Jerry Harrison was talking about it on the postgame show. Dontrell Willis was talking about it. Those last three outs of the game are different than the first 24. And you need to be comfortable in that situation. That's why even when Kenley Jansen was not what he used to be, it was never because he was scared. It was never because he was too amped up or anything like that. Those guys know how to do it. And I'm not saying you got to go find a closer in the traditional sense, but somebody that has experience in the ninth inning, which is why Daniel Hudson, who's on a rehab assignment in their minor leagues, has closed. That may be his role. Phillips is still your high leverage guy, but Hudson is your ninth inning guy potentially. The Dodgers need to figure that out. I think what you're saying is they need more talent in the bullpen. Lots more. So I, I think what you're I, I get the concept of the ninth inning. I get the concept. Oh, you don't want to go with the traditional ninth inning guy, that's fine. Evan Phillips can close. No nobody's nobody's saying that Evan Phillips if you save down Evan Phillips in the ninth, nobody's saying he can't get the final three outs. What you're saying is there are other times that you can, can use. Can I just him. throw something in there? Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe he can me it's not really what he's ever done. He's more been in the role that he's in now. Like I, I would if you said Take a pick. Can he do it or not? Yeah, I think he probably can. Mm-hmm. But this is not somebody that's spent ten years in the major leagues shutting ball games down. Mm-hmm. It's not his role. Hasn't done it. So, but but to go back to what you said, you don't have enough dependable arms in the bullpen. Last night is actually a that's a great example. Almonte gave up a run. Gratterall gave up a run. They gave up seven hits, Al. <laughs> Ferguson gave up three <laughs> runs. Um Miller, as we mentioned, gets gives up the last hit and that's it. The game's over. But that's not, hey, one guy had a bad night. It's multiple guys. If you're, I'm going to go back to this. We said a little bit earlier. Go look at ERA uh, for bullpens around Major League Baseball. They're 26th. How do you compete? They're competing. That's not the right way to put it. But if the goal but is always, if the goal is always for the Dodgers to win the whole thing, you could be 26th. If they're 26th by the time you're halfway through the season, if they're 26th by the time you're three-quarters way through the season, you have confidence that you're going to walk into a playoff series, and maybe it's different there. Maybe your arms are all healthy. Maybe you got guys are going going 7-6-7, seven, seven, whatever it is, in the postseason, but um, that doesn't sound like a recipe to go win a World Series. All right, Dodger fans, what, what do you do? Do you just do you, do you make a move? Do you wait for your arms to come out of the minor leagues? Do you blame this on Dave Roberts? Is this Dave kind of trying to deflect some of the decisions that were made in that ninth inning? 877-710-ESPN. Uh, people also, by the way, have said, can you run hot dog on a stick? Good Wetzel's lemonade. Pretzels, a Cinnabon. Uh, what pass. mall would it be if he ran one of <laughs> those? To Lake. Um, so far, Ontario Mills has been up there. Too big. Uh, there's you know people are in Ontario Carson Mills. Mall. Carson Mall. Victorville is another one. So there's uh, a lot of options here. Ontario Mills is way too big. Have you ever been through that thing? <laughs> it's like a city. It's there's way too much pressure at the Ontario Mills Mall. We got Santa Anita, but by my old house, we'll do that. They have a nice mall, mid, run mid-sized mall. stand. Also, uh, James on Twitter says, "Imagine if said victim in this situation with me and the woman I uh, tapped with my car said, imagine if said victim was wearing an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Yeah. Oh, the, you yeah. would have been on the news. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> you. There, two women. So, Greg, Sam how Monica. long is Emily out for? <laughs> Dave Denholm, the voice of LAFC, is going to join us here in a little bit and try to." explain to me why going to uh, MLS for Messi makes a little sense. Your first question better be in the Messi voice. I don't know. Well, we'll see. It's even better if he doesn't know what's going on. Good point.
Done. It's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, LAFC has a uh, game tonight, a match tonight against Atlanta United at BMO Stadium. The voice of LAFC, Dave Denholm, joining us right now. Dave, good morning. How you feeling? Good, fellas. How are you? Good. So help me out here. I, you, you know my relationship with soccer and that I do not understand it very well, and I don't understand the, the, the maneuvers that some players will go to different teams. I, what, was my shock at Messi ending up in MLS the, the normal reaction, or is there a part of this that I don't understand where one of the world's best players fresh off of a World Cup victory is coming to MLS? Uh, no, you're not like – completely wrongly shocked by any means. I think there's been a lot of rumblings and a lot of, you know, kind of smoke around the fire of this potentially happening. But then there became such stories of like a Saudi Arabian club offering him $500 million a year for a couple of seasons. And, you know, things started to cool down seemingly for the MLS, you know, train to get messy. But it looks like that's always been the case. Uh, Inter-Miami and MLS putting together a crazy deal, at least on some of the reports I'm seeing. So uh, here he comes. You know? I mean, it's, it's, these are special cases. I'm coming to LA. Dave, Dave, I'm going to jump in real quick because our connection's not great. I'm going to see if we can reestablish a, a, yeah. a better line because I, I want to hear the answer to that. Mm-hmm. that, that just we're, we're not getting uh, – Dave, all that clearly. Were you as surprised by it as I was asleep? Because when I saw it, I'm like, wait, what? So it, it had been, I want to say like a year ago, I had heard something that, just some rumors. He's been kind of bouncing around. Miami was the was the uh, the team that it was rumored to. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you, right? I, I don't know how all this stuff works. Why would he come to the MLS? The amount of money they can make in any of these and other he's leagues. he's still an elite player. Just won the World Cup, right? And and he was a, a key, key piece in that World Cup run. Um, and then you had mentioned this, too, about the options to go be in Saudi Arabia, and they're going to offer whatever check they yeah, want to offer. What do you want? What do you want? I mean, yeah. they're offering golfers a couple hundred mil. Don't get me wrong. Cool golfers, they're not messy. No, but here, okay. But they reportedly yeah. offered Tiger something in what was described as right? the high nine figures, which to me means on the low end, seven hundred million. That's high nine figures to me. So it, you know, if it's mid nine figures, we're yeah. talking close to a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, that if that that that's who Messi is. Yeah. He is Tiger, mm-hmm. right? It's the same idea there. So if that's the and the difference being Tiger is busted up and Tiger is past his prime and not the player that he was when he was at his best and Messi just I, won the World Cup. I, that's what I always kind of question here. I question when you can get a player like this into your league. What is it going to do for the league? What's it going to do for the league? Cuz listen, MLS is it's growing in popularity. It's doing everything they can. San Diego is now the 30th MLS it's team. It's a real league. It's a real league. Yeah. But 
it's not a real league compared to no. what goes on in the Premier League or what goes on in the the Spanish league, the La Liga. It's not a real league compared to that, but right. it's a it's it's doing what it can to kind of continue to grow. Well, if you just grabbed the most popular player in the world for a couple of years, what does that inject? What does it do here in the states? Well, we'll talk with Dave about this when we get him back on here in a second. The the uh, match between LAFC and Inter Miami that yep. was coming up in September. The prices before uh, were about eighty-one bucks, mm-hmm. and now they're over four hundred. So yeah, it's a little that's bit an of an NBA increase. Playoff game that's price. a little bit of an increase. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a quadrupling in the price. You know, nearly five times the jump in price. It is. Let me re- rephrase. It is five, five times, times the price mm-hmm. um, of this. I understand what's in it for MLS. I understand what's in it for the city of Miami, the owners of the league, the team, and all these things. But I, and again, this is why we're getting Dave on, not knowing this inside and out the way that I would, you know, I'm gonna, I want an expert. Can I read, I'm read exactly of, he's going to get a cut of the revenue from new subscribers to Apple TV's MLS season pass, which it's exclusive to Apple. So okay. any and if game, he's there, it's going to go up Any up. game that you want to watch is exclusive on Apple. So he's going to get a cut of that. Um any agreement involving Messi and Adidas would strictly be between the player and the company. It wouldn't directly involve MLS, but he will get more revenue through Adidas based on whatever this is. And it sounds like there's going to be some kind of, some kind of, I, I, I don't know with Miami, but a, some type of, some type of ownership, part ownership of Inter Miami but it would not be subsidized by the league the way it was, if you remember, when Beckham came over. It's not the best league in the world. That's the part that I keep coming back to. They could he have not gotten something similar to this. Where, and I'm not saying like a piece of this, a piece of that. And I, that's how you make the money up for him in these other places. Yeah. But this, look, and we can kind of put this together while we're waiting for Dave to get back. Liv basically just bought their way into the PGA Tour. They, they basically did. They went out and picked up a couple of guys. And said, we'll take Brooks Kepka, we'll take Cam Smith, we'll take uh, Phil Mickelson. We'll, we're going to take just a couple of these guys, and we have so much money, doesn't matter if nobody watches our, our stuff. Doesn't Literally, nothing about our events mean anything to anybody anywhere. But they're in now. But we're there, and we make noise, and we sue people, and we're kind of a thorn in the side of all of these things. And they basically made the PGA Tour look like idiots because they a year ago they're banging on the table saying you ever had to apologize for being a PGA Tour family? How do you look at 9/11 families in the eye and tell them that you're going to take them? And a year later they're partners with these guys. Like it just. Well, can I? I wait, let me just uh, let's be re- realistic about this. If that was their angle, hypothetically, if that was the angle, the PGA Tour, if, if whose angle? If the PGA, if the PGA Tour's angle was. How can you do business with these guys? That was their angle. Yeah, and that's my point is that wasn't the right angle because it's not like Saudi Arabia has not done business with the United States of America. Uh, I mean, of course, they do that's, business. That's the angle they picked. That, and that's my point. My point is, is that if that's the angle you picked to try to sway people not to take 200 mil, I'm sorry. It, that, that wasn't the proper angle because now people are using all those quotes that they've had for the last year, and what have you? What did you see on Twitter yesterday? Here's another presser. Here's another interview. Here's what this player. Here, here's what this individual golfer said. And now all of a sudden, you kind of merge these two companies together. This is where they look at their worst. It, it's they. They tried to do it with that. They tried to do it with legacy. That you know those tournaments over there are rinky dink nonsense. We have the real tournaments here. They tried to have the, it both ways, but it just looks terrible. And then they said, uh, you but to kind of bring it back to business together. It looks like you know yeah, what. It, know. It, it it is a terrible, terrible look, and it and it's deeply hypocritical. Now, to your point, you could argue that there people are dealing with hypocrisy in a hundred different ways in a hundred different places, and that's that's fine and, and accurate. But when you come back to the messy portion of this, and they tried to buy, they being the the Saudi, the public investment fund, and these teams yeah. to buy legitimacy in these things, they didn't work with Messi. Messi's coming to MLS. What's to prevent them from trying to do a rival basketball I'm league, with you. a rival tennis with circuit, you. any of these other things, and basically just follow the model of what they did with golf somewhere else and find you – don't, you don't have to get everybody. You couldn't mm-hmm. do football because you kind of do need everybody. For Stay it to with be the NBA football. for a second. Go. What if they got Wimbenyama? 
What if they got him and a couple of older and go get Dame Lillard, go get LeBron James, go get some big names. KD. KD. Go get some of these guys. If you took, how many of the top 20 golfers were a part of Live? Three or four, five. Pick three or four or five of the best NBA players in the world of the top 20. Okay. So if that included, hypothetically, Luca. And in that, so the Luca's no longer a part of the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA. And another one, give me a top 10 player. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is gone. And then give me one more player and Damian Lillard. Those are the three players that have left the NBA because the NBA has, and then you get all those other players you're talking about. Maybe you're getting some coaches along the way. You're doing some stuff. <laughs> what, needs- what you just said about why can't you do that? There isn't a theory that you can't do it, that. It would be really now. Maybe there's some golf is unique because they're not contracted to the leagues necessarily. They're kind of independent contractors that can kind of go wherever they. They're members of this thing, so I'm sure there are some contractual stuff. But at some point, but can't you can't your contract yes, expire? Yes, it, yes. That's when you come okay. up for free agency instead of just taking bids from the Lakers and the Celtics and go the play Heat, anywhere in the world. You go play wherever you want. And you do get a Wen Benyama. You do get the next big thing. And you start competing for those guys as well. By the way, this is what the ABA did. This is what the AFL did. These are how these leagues... And they eventually merged. They eventually... Not all of them, but a few of the ABA merged with the NBA, right? right? They they took four teams. They Mm -hmm. they didn't take the whole league. They took four teams. Mm -hmm. The AFL, they didn't take the whole league. They took a handful of teams along the way. But the roadmap is there. And, and they the the money that is on that side of the draw, the Saudi money with the PIF, the Live League, the Messi offer, it's virtually limitless. And all, to, to to the conversation we're talking, it only takes a couple of really big names. If Luka Doncic, who's widely considered one of the best players in the world, left, and you get one or two others, it's like. Well, the, the NBA is still the best league, of course, but it doesn't have all the best players. It's different, and it's enough to. I think what they did in golf, it shook the cage. Yeah, it did. It 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 became the the conversation was no longer about golf. It was about this player staying. Is this player going? Is this okay? If if he's gone, then who's next? It it really shook the entire industry of golf, and it's similar in the sense that golf only has. And I'm going to be generous here. Let's say there are 20 guys. There aren't. There's probably that are marketable. That, that you would know who they are. Mm-hmm. Tw- let's say it's 20. There aren't. It's probably closer to 10 or 12. Okay. Basketball has a lot more than that. So maybe you could say if you still had you know 17 of the 20 guys on one side and those three, it's like no, that big deal. But they took five or four, four or five of the top 10 guys. It's just. There's not enough noticeable names oh. to make it work. If you have half and I have half, neither one of us have a whole, it doesn't work. But here's and that the, was part of it. But here's the there's such a drop off in the NBA. Let me use as an example. If James Harden left today to go play in a Saudi no league, cares. nobody cares. Yeah. Where James Harden maybe five years ago, it's like, wow, he's one of the but I'm just using yeah. Harden as an example. He's the a good one. It, if Giannis left that's why I keep coming back to Wimbin Yama. <laughs> right? that, that actually, that's fascinating because, because you're saying your future, we just ripped your future from your, your future. league. And tell me what, okay, Wimbin Yama, you're 19 years old. You, you're going to get paid in the NBA. There's no question about it, but you got to wait five or six years to get the real dough. Here's $200 million We're your gonna give first it to year. You today. Mm-hmm. We're going to give it to you today. You can have it today. Not, not, not even in a week. You can have it today. How does that work? <laughs> also, isn't that what happened with football? What's that back process with, um, like? Uh, USFL. Yeah, USFL did that. Jim Kelly, Herschel yep. Walker, Doug Flutie, Steve Young, Reggie White. They all went to the USFL because of huge money. Do you go to US Bank and say, <laughs> hey, here's my account, my routing number. I have 200 mil coming in. How do we do that? They'd say, just give us the number. It'll be in your account. And the second they send it, it's all yours. That's how. And that's why this stuff is not, it's unlikely, but you just saw it. They yeah. just bought their way into a quasi-major sport. It's golf. It's not the NBA. It's not the NFL. Yeah, but it's still but a big it's, deal. It's not pro rodeo. No, it's not. It's not the Cornhole League. Mm-hmm. It's the PGA Tour. Yeah, it's not bowling. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. Yeah, I guess I if you count, uh, you know, 
pizza on the sand as pizza on the floor. I did have pizza on the floor yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that we counts. had uh, my, my mom uh, for my birthday got me this like really nice LL Bean like beach blanket, which is mm-hmm. cool. And then I got this like cooler. I just want to try all the beach things that I got. Which did you have really a good fun. haul? Uh, yeah, I had a good haul. Good. Uh, I got a lot of gift cards to the Alamo Draft House, which <laughs> okay. I will. I thought you have a like so a subscription. Or I have something. a season pass, season which pass. is good for tickets, but I want to spend money on food. Oh, so uh, you know that that adds up pretty quickly. Did you, after getting Joe's Pizza? Yes, Joe's right? Pizza, New York style type yeah, pizza. Yeah. At any point, did you just kind of bring in the Jersey accent? Hey, did you, hey this uh, I love the hey, birthday. Hey, it's my here. beach hey. year. <laughs> the air is great. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. The woman the who, A-O, the A-O You should have talked to the Karen in that voice. She would have backed down in her I'm fucking here. <laughs> AO, I'm in Jersey Shore. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When I hear that. Right, exactly. Um, All right, so today is National VCR Day, you know. I am not that young, so I do remember playing with my VCR. I had tons of VCR tapes, all the Disney princess stuff, all that good stuff. And it's also something that's kind of like nostalgic and good about the physical way of like rewinding your VCR and how when you returned it to like Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, you got, you know, the warnings like please rewind your VCRs with the good stuff. So they ye- find you like a dollar the next time you exactly. came in if it wasn't rewound. All right, so you miss VCRs at all, Travis? Fetter Cap? No, that because aside from Cap, um, aside from what you're talking about, getting to go, it was nice. You'd go with your brother, your mom, or your dad. You'd go to the video store, you'd pick out a movie or two. That was a nice little thing, and that's gone because you just go to Netflix or Amazon and pick what you want. The fact that the VCR was also the way that you had to record things that you were going to miss, and I was you could never... record over things by accident. Yeah, yeah. it just was—it was such a crappy way to try to watch older things or things that you know. I'm going to be gone. I want to see this show. It wasn't going to rerun for a long time. With a DVR, it, the machine is just like I like the Fernando Doc. They could put it on any channel at any time. It's going to grab it every time, mm. and that's the part about VCRs that was the worst. So no cap. Al. Fact, I miss VCRs, but I think this all goes to the same anything you used to do and has some history to it and you have some memories to it. I'm not saying I, tape. I, I'm not saying that I want to go get a VCR tomorrow and this is how I want to watch <laughs> movies, but I miss the concept of it. I miss that there are some memories around it. Yeah. Sometimes you go look at go the way people play video games today and the technology of those video games, awesome, great. But damn, you go back and play a NBA Jam or a, you oh, know, he's like, on fire, something like that. You're like, this is awesome. Not that I want, I only he's want to do fire. it this way, but it takes you back to those days. So fact for me, Taylor. Fact, but I think the one part I uh, miss, maybe the only part, would just be the cover art. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. like like an album cover. Um, I think mm. this might maybe a lost, a lost art nowadays. Yeah, and like the total like opening up like it's a book and like just kind of the sound of it all and everything too. How Nickelodeon movies used to be orange too for the were they really? Yeah, orange VCRs. Uh, Tyler, what are you? Yeah, it's a fact for me. I definitely miss them. Uh, and it's just like Taylor said. I actually have a collection of DVDs that my wife insists we collect into like a, a two inch binder because you can put yeah. discs and sleeves discs, now. Yeah. yeah, I'm standing pat on keeping the box. I think there's a lot of value in having that box art. And so, yeah. 
she's going to have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. I almost had a, uh, like, in college, I had a whole shelf of DVDs, almost like a bookshelf. And it was kind of like, you Everybody know, did. It's, a, it's a display of your taste and what you enjoy. And I, I did it by, like, genre and then by color. Oh, I believe Obviously, you. It's, it's, yeah. it, made, it made sense to me. But it's funny because now it's a kind of like a trendy thing at, like, you know, retro. At, um, at, like, little shoppy shops around town to have, mm. like, a VCR playing a movie or something in the background. Alamo Draft House does it, too. So. So it's all good stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So Zion Williamson. We're hipster as hell. (laughs) Zion Williamson had a grand gender reveal party. So there was fireworks. They were in another house. They had, uh, I'm sure, (laughs) had Mountain Dew everywhere. I don't know about that one. But uh, (laughs) it it brings back uh, our age old conversation. Gender reveals are a waste of time and money. Alan, Fetter Cap. Look, for me, it's fact, but I'm going to go cap on this because if it's somebody else's money and if that's something that they want to do and that makes them happy and it's that that couple, that's their way of really showing and enjoying the moment and they enjoy it with their family, it's their money. It's not mine. So let them do their thing. If it's for me, it it's just seems so extreme. There seems like it's so much into it and it's just... I think it, it's one of those things where it's become less about the gender reveal and it's more about the hoopla and the social media of it and everything else. That. That. It's the same idea of having a, a an extravagant birthday party for your one-year-old. It's your money. Go ahead. Do, do whatever you want. It's your money. I'm right. not gonna t- but it's about you. It's not about the gender reveal. It's not about little Timmy or, yeah. or, or Jenny's yep. first birthday. It's about you flexing yeah. with these sorts of things. I. We didn't do gender reveals when my kids were born. I don't even think they were really a thing quite yeah. then. It wasn't that. But you could obviously go get the ultrasound mm-hmm. and find out the gender of your kids. Um, we didn't even do that. Like until we were in the delivery room and, you know, two people became three people at yeah. that moment. You you didn't even know. There are so few real surprises in the world. That's one of them. And we, we went in blind all three times and I wouldn't have changed a thing. It was terrific. Old school. Were you also like smoking a cigar in the lobby too? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'll tell this story. My, my, uh, my wife, all three of our kids were born C-section. Okay. And the first time when Bobby was being born, my oldest, the doctor said, okay, if you want to look, now's the time to look. And they have the sheet pulled up, Al, and I'm up by Susan's head and I'm holding her hand and, you know, covered in the, 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 the gowns and all this stuff. Yep. And he's like, if you want to see, we're going to, we're going to take the, the baby out. And I look over and she had been cut in half. It was so upsetting that never look over that sheet. Never, yeah. ever, ever look over the sheet. <laughs> I'll wait for you to tell me when they bring it around and they clean it off a little bit. It was, he's 22 years old. Yeah. Feels like it happened a week ago. Look. It was aggressive. Okay. Taylor? <laughs> Let's transition for. directly to Taylor. Trav, you took the words right out of my mouth, actually. Um, I don't know. I don't think there are any true surprises anymore in this life. And if I ever have a kid, I, I think I would like to find out you know, in the delivery room, if that's what my wife would like as well. Yeah. Uh, Tyler? Yeah, I think gender reveals are completely overrated, so I'm going to say fact. But what I will say is for those people that are thinking about having one, the gender reveal videos gone wrong are still very much enjoyable for me. So please continue <laughs> to have them so yeah. that I can continue to have videos right. on Where both the balloons go up before and it yeah. doesn't pop. As long yeah. as it exactly. doesn't cause yeah. an international wildfire. <laughs> right. also exactly. happened. Yep. Yes. Did you guys yes. ever see Gordon Hayward's gender reveal? <laughs> the, oh, the one yeah. for his fourth daughter? Yep. So he had three daughters. Right, and uh-huh. they're having baby number four, and his wife has a box, and they're going to cut the what box. What do you think open. it's going to be? It's and and they're, <laughs> the balloons are going to come out pink or blue, and he cut the tape off the box, and the box opens, and a pink balloon <laughs> floats out. He's like, "Hey, okay." <laughs> four girls are lovely. Okay, some March just, sisters. You could tell he was like, "All right, here we go again." There was one trending this weekend. I don't know if you guys saw this. The girl, the wife, is got like a. A ball, I mean, you could call it like a softball, wiffle ball, whatever it is. And she's going to throw the ball to the husband who's got a wiffle ball bat, and he's got a swing. He hits it, it's going to reveal boy or girl. He took the pitch. 
He watched it pass. Just a bit out so it, it gets, broke on the ground, right? Yep, it gets yeah. thrown. <laughs> Takes the pitch, breaks on the ground. She's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, well, it was inside. <laughs> He's working the count. <laughs> and then that was the way they found out whether it was a boy or a girl. All right. So Michael Buble talked about how he had a fan who, uh, so there's a picture going around of him where a, I guess it's a paparazzo took a picture of him eating corn on the cob. So, you know, you can imagine what that might look like. Uh, but not like corn on the Delicious. cob sideways, corn on the cob the, long the way? other way, the long way. So anyway. Nobody eats corn. A Nobody. fan, someone took a picture a of that. And uh, it was popular for a while. And a fan got a tattoo of that picture on his body. And Michael Buble was like, it's an honor to that. It's like, it's the honor of my life to be seen in that way. But obviously it could be interpreted a bunch of different ways. But- you would be honored if someone got a tattoo of you. <laughs> Taylor, Patrick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a hard time following this story. I think the real surprise here is that Michael Buble has a fan. But, yes. Um, Ooh, okay. Come on. Burn. Shots fired. It's a family He's show. He's a beautiful singer. <laughs> I would be dishonored. I would be very creeped out. Cap. Okay. Tyler? Yeah, I think it's it's another form of flattery, right? Everybody, you know, people copy you, people catch on to trends, they want to be like you. Somebody putting my picture on their body, first of all, huge mistake. Secondly, <laughs> yeah, I'm honored. Thanks so much. Trev? It's both an honor and deeply creepy. It's, Even if it was like this like Anytime you use the word creepy, yeah. it's not good. It's it's so we were doing speaking of second time today when I used to work for Jim, we did a tour stop in Albuquerque mm. and this guy was very excited to meet Jim and sure. very excited to get the autograph and the whole thing and he goes, "Hey, I got to show you something." And he pulls up his pant leg and on his calf from like just behind where his knee is down to where his Achilles is was like a full body tattoo of Jim. Wow. Like wearing a suit and the whole thing. Wow. It was very alarming. Like put it to you this way, the rest of the night we knew exactly where that guy was at all times. Just just yeah. making sure you know where he is. That's not. Okay, Al. Uh cap for me, but let me say, listen, there's certain Romy was as big as it got. Yep. Howard Stern is as big as it gets. Kobe, Shaq, like iconic sports figures. You get that one, Michael Jordan. How many times do you see somebody with, uh, you know, the 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 logo, right? For sure. I'm not telling you that's not weird. What I'm telling you is at least it's that. <laughs> sure. If you got a tattoo of me, that is incredibly weird. That is incredibly <laughs> creepy. Playoff sleep. That is incredibly. I I I would not. You know, unfortunately, I'm, I don't fall in the. I would be honored by it. I'd be like, what the hell is going on here? Why would you do that to your body? <laughs> I just sent you all the photo. Uh, it is a yeah. It's a funny photo. And I this one, one last one's for we Taylor. We went right by the whole corn thing. Like nothing happened the way he was eating it. <laughs> well, there's not a lot to add. Yeah. <laughs> Did you okay? Do, do you remember? He's Canadian. Do you remember? Mookie was mic'd up. During one Mookie of the, eats corn oh, the long way. yeah, well, <laughs> it's a great sign. It's, yep. it's funny. Okay, Mookie's mic'd up. For those who don't know, he's mic'd up for one of the Padres mm -hmm. Dodgers game that they had early on that the Padres probably lost because they lost five or six to the Dodgers. It might have been the game Mookie tied it up in the ninth against Hader two two. I think you're right because I think that was a Sunday night game. I, I could right. be wrong, but. No, he, you're 100% right. So he said, they said, um, yeah, they're talking about the Padres and the Dodgers. Hey, is this a little bit of a rivalry, yeah. everything else? He said, he said, there was a lot of signs out there. What's the sign that stuck out to you the most? He said, the person that put on the sign, Mookie eats corn the long way. And he just found it so funny. In the middle of the broadcast, Mookie's explaining that to the broadcasters. Yep, read between the lines there, Pretty people. Great. But the, one last one, this is specifically for Taylor, and we can go on the other side with this one, too. But uh, this was from Dwight How Howard. He says, I'm not retired from the NBA just yet. Uh, I would love to help the Sacramento Kings contend for a title, even oh. though I believe their team is pretty much set. So you want Dwight Howard on the Sacramento Kings. Taylor, factor cap. Fact, if he can get some boards, that's what we need. We need some rebounding. Come on, Dwight. Taylor's in. Dwight is a character, if nothing else. By the way, not not a terrible idea. Not awful. Kick the tires on somebody. He always Defensive do, player. Always keeps himself in great yeah. shape. Like Dwight's never, like you don't see him go, oh boy, nah, that ain't going to work. Mm -hmm. Dwight always looks great. He could, if nothing else, he'll stay at media day for three hours. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> He's, He's a media day. He'll chat up the, uh, the entire Sacramento press corps along the way. All right, uh, more of your Dodger phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Is that a Dave Roberts meltdown last night or a bullpen meltdown plus? 
Um, one of our favorites, Anthony Rendon, said his own team sucks. That's interesting. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. ESPN. <laughs> he sure is with that corn, corn on the cob. <laughs> it's not a great picture that Emily sent us of Michael Buble eating corn the long way. It's just, I you know what, Em? Can you do me a favor? Can you sure. just kind of say, "Hey, Trav, come in here for a second and look at this picture before I send it"? Because I don't want that. You know, I just I don't need that picture. It's fine. <laughs> I just don't hey, understand I the don't game know. plan. <laughs> I, I, I no, you gotta get do I, every now. kernel on that corn in the cob, and there are certain parts that get neglected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even if that's the case, you could nibble. Come on, man. You could just nibble. I don't know if that would be a better photo, though. It's no, there's, look, eat it, eat it sideways. Let's just move on. Also, or, okay. or cut it off the cob and eat it with a fork. That's what? fine, too. So understand the game plan. There are some here. other tweets that we got. So Chrissy says, dang it, I was planning on getting this tattoo of Travis, uh, and it's you with Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah, uh, right? That old picture. And then good there's one. also- um, That was the day that Al asked Parker about his Lakers hat. <laughs> this is a retro 87 hat. I've earned the right. You get that in many places. Also, Mail and Matt says, "What uh, does that mean that Alan's Al Davis tattoo is creepy? <laughs> you should, well, that one just I could Al have. on your back. It just of takes course. up your entire back. In the, in the middle of the Laker she or the uh, Raiders I would shield. get a tattoo of like something about Dean Spanos if I was hating on him in a way. <laughs> that I would consider. <laughs> that the only be, one. Yeah, uh, if look." Much like I would put this in my um, commencement address as well. This sure. goes back to the uh, Ask Travis earlier, what I would say at a commencement address. A, don't sweat the small stuff. Be kind <laughs> to people. Be patient to people. And to really, really think twice about getting a tattoo. It's just, it is right near the top of And eat of your my corn list. properly. It, and put your corn on those little pokers and, and, That's it. and eat it sideways along the way. It was, it was a bad decision, Slee. I was excited. It was my 21st birthday. Uh, Riddick Bowe and Evander Holyfield had just fought. Fan, remember that guy that dropped into the uh, ring and the parachute with the giant like mm-hmm. propeller mm-hmm. on his back? That was. Still the, don't know what the hell that was. N- nobody does. Yep. Is a fan man? I think was his name. Mm-hmm. That was the night I got that tattoo. <laughs> yeah. It's like two hours later. Yeah, it, two hours less, after that. Less. It. We went. So a buddy of mine got bought the fight. I was a. I don't know. Junior, senior in college. Yeah. Get, gets the fight. We all chip in our ten bucks or whatever it is, and we there's keg or two, and we went through it. And the beer was over. The fight was over. What else are you supposed to do? My buddy Antonio's like, hey, you know what we should do? We should get tattoos. I'm like, that's a great idea. And we did, and it wasn't. Do you ever text Antonio and say? He he the hell loves are you doing, his. Antonio? And thank God, uh-huh. his he got it on his on his like his bicep. Yeah, it looks like they did it yesterday. So good tattoo and meaningful. No. Oh. Well, right. good tattoo in the sense that it's still there. Meaningful, yeah. kind of silly like mine, but uh, very very visible. Mine, you should get so a good. locked on, <laughs> locked on Rams tat. Just get David Locke's face. <laughs> But across like your back, <laughs> locked on. Why not? Why not? Let's try a quick phone call. Let's go to Paul in Huntington Beach. Paul, what's going on this morning? 
Yeah, good to talk to you guys. Yeah, tattoos are a thing for sure, man. But listen, you know, we can say what we want about Dave Roberts. He's just, he is what he is, and you can like him or hate him, but he's not out there walking dudes. Friedman's got to take it on the chin a little bit. I mean, we all know they didn't spend a bunch of money. They didn't go sign a bunch of guys. They're all saving their money for Otani, and okay, fine. But this bullpen is absolutely unwatchable. It is a collection of gas cans. And, dude, on Sunday, they, as soon as Gratterall Good goes point. in the game, I say to my brother-in-law and nephew, I go, dude, the chance of the Yankees winning this game just grew exponentially. Mm. And then that, that circus unfolds before our very eyes. And it's every stinking night. Yancy Almani was good for about three months last year. He's back to being Colorado Rocky Yancy Almani. Kind of. And, and by the way, you, you can talk about Vessia. Vessia, dude, he, he couldn't get anybody out. He comes back and all the pregame stuff, I found it. You know, they got the, the velocity back and the spin rate. First guy he faces, he gives up a home run. <laughs> on the first this pitch. Bullpen, <laughs> on the first pitch. The bullpen is bad. And Friedman is supposed to be able to be the guy that builds bullpens. He's going to have to pull a Rod Palenka this summer and rebuild this thing thing. Or, you know, look, we're, the Dodgers are not going to do anything special in October, which is kind of what we're getting used to. All right, boys, I'll talk to you soon. All right, Paul, a couple of things here. And go ahead and get the people that want to call me a Dodger homer ready because I'm going to sound like one here in a mm-hmm. second. That the Dodgers have been able to rebuild their bullpen every year without having this happen previously is exceptional. That what's happening now is kind of the way that it usually goes. You never quite know what you're going to get year to year. How about with Kimbrel? How about with because they had some issues. Kimbrel, but Kimbrel wasn't the reason that they lost a bunch of games. Kimbrel was a bad signing because it didn't work out and he didn't pitch well. But the problem wasn't Craig Kimbrel keeps blowing. They won 111 games. Mm-hmm. That it was it was disappointing. Was it, he was not dependable. Right. He in was the ninth. yes. He was not mm-hmm. dependable in the ninth. But it didn't prevent them from setting a team record for wins. Mm-hmm. So it's and again that guy at the end and I think is easier to kind of predict than what you're going to get because if you get Trevor Hoffman or Martin or, or any of those guys that are just kind of – even uh, Dar- Darren Williams, I think his name is, or Devin maybe, uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers, then Josh Hader. Like you kind of know what you're going to get with those guys. Those guys that pitch somewhere between the fifth and the eighth inning, they're all over the map. That Vezio was as good as he was for as long as he was. That they got what they got out of Almani. That they've been able to do what they've done with Gratterall I think is – the exception that what they're going through right now is pretty normal where you think a guy's going to be good and he's not and that's what they have right now they have a bunch of guys minus evan phillips who when that bullpen gate swings open you're like yeah i don't know what i'm going to get and that's a terrible feeling as a baseball fan because they're scoring plenty of runs their starting pitching has been somewhere between very good to pretty good yeah. most of the season yeah but when they go to the bullpen, if it's not Phillips, it's a yeah. I don't know what's coming out there next, and it's a terrible, terrible feeling. And help is not going to come from outside the organization. There's just not a ton of available guys. It's going to come from Daniel Hudson. It's going to come from the low minor leagues, or it's going to come from these guys just starting to perform better. I got a question for you. We do when we come back, but I got a question of the the goal for the Dodgers this year. What what is and, and I. I if you if we all just sit here and say, well, goal is to win a World Series. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get more detailed about that, what the goal is. We can do that coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.